Hi, am I on the air? Yep. Fuck. Thanks. Do I have everybody's attention now? Do I have everybody's attention now? John, I got you. John, Do I have everybody's Sunday attention night. now? You put them cameras on me, then you must be willing To get that heart touched, it's a must-see feeling The news ain't good, then it must be villain So I say it's ad grounded, I don't trust these ceilings Spread across your nose, and I'm on your air Highest next on the cloud, am I in the air? Sunday night's prime time, I flex mine better Voltron transform to DX Don, mega And unseen, you probably think I'm nice Cause I slow like a stream to your wireless device And the smoke full of steam any given night, I'll show up like a piece of any given slice. And for the latest and what is best about I, tune in and tune the rest out, Don. You gotta tell them, am I in the clear? Is this thing gone? Am I on the air? On the air. down everybody this is am i on the air i am your host don mega and uh welcome to the show very excited to be here because we got some big breaking news that just went down last night and i was like yes i haven't recorded the new episode yet let's talk about it so i am uh gonna do things a little bit out of sequence today um going to skip over the movie review right now. We'll get to it in just a little bit. I want to jump right into the news. So let me officially welcome you once again to the show. I'm your host, Don Mega. This is Am I on the Air. It is Tuesday, February 10th. Let me set up why the show's coming to you about a day late. I uh, just started working at a new job, and right now my schedule is all over the place, and I worked all day yesterday, and I typically record a show Monday afternoon-ish, and yeah, so therefore I was working, I couldn't get it done, um, I worked later on today, so I figured let me bust this out in the morning before I head in, so um, yeah, just a little peek into the personal side of things, pretty typical stuff, so you know, we'll see how the schedule kind of flows, but you know, over the next while, you may be seeing the show kind of pop up at different odd times, it could be Sunday night, it could be Monday morning, it could be Tuesday afternoon, uh, but I will definitely try to always get the show out uh, around that Sunday, Monday, Tuesday kind of time frame, alright? Um, so yeah, so it's February 10th, uh, this is Season 10, Episode 5, and today's episode is titled Spidey Ascending. Uh, Spidey Ascending, just kind of merging a couple different things together as we always do for our show titles. Um, of course, the movie review of the week that I got is Jupiter Ascending, so we'll talk about that in a little bit. But let's start off with this big breaking news. This is the big deal right here. Late last night, Marvel broke the news that it's official. They have worked out the deal with Sony Pictures to combine their efforts and do something with Spider-Man. Finally. Um, this is something that we've been talking about for a long time now. We've been speculating a lot on, you know, what's going to happen. After The Amazing Spider-Man 2, 
it just it seemed like Sony had just no idea what they wanted to do with the franchise. Were they going to push ahead and do Spider-Man 3? Were they just going to hold off and, and focus on like Sinister Six or a Venom spin-off movie? It was just all over the place. Um, then the Sony hack happened, and we started to hear some rumors about how there was almost a deal with Marvel a couple months ago because they were really trying to work it out to get Spider-Man in the Civil War movie. Um, but then it, it kind of fizzled, and they couldn't work it out. So we're like, okay, we're going to go back to square one. And, and we had heard that there was a big you know, Spider-Man summit over at Sony Pictures in January, and they were trying to negotiate everything out and figure out what's going on. How do we proceed in the future? Well, to all of our surprise last night, they made it official, and Sony Pictures and Marvel Entertainment, Marvel Studios, have um, come together, and they're going to make this work. Something that people were saying, this will never happen. And and I always kind of laughed at people that said it would never happen. And that was just because I don't I didn't see why you wouldn't make this happen. <laughs> to just to be honest, you know, if you it's good business. It really really is for Sony and for Marvel to work together and, you know, come to an agreement that makes everybody happy and then you have Spider-Man represented in in your films and you know, I didn't understand why this couldn't happen more. I mean, Marvel should be negotiating with Fox and being able to use Wolverine and the X-Men and Fantastic Four if they wanted. And I just, this seems pretty standard practice to me, but it's always been one of those things that they're just like, it'll never happen, it'll never happen, you know. So it's so great to see that they took, that they really put the fans kind of front and they said, let's make this work out and and really make Spider-Man be what he can be for everyone, and all parties will be excited. So, let's break down kind of the rules here of what's going on, because first and foremost, and let me explain, Spider-Man is not back at Marvel. Like, Marvel didn't, you know, pay $2 billion and buy Spider-Man back or anything like that. Spider-Man is still owned by Sony Pictures, okay? This is an agreement that they have worked out. So, Spider-Man is still owned by Sony, what is happening here is that they've worked out a deal where Kevin Feige, for all of you that don't know, um, Kevin Feige is the man that runs Marvel Studios. He's the man that created the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He's the one that basically creates this roadmap and ties everything together. He's the brains behind Marvel. He is being brought over to Sony to help produce the Spider-Man movies. And what they're also going to do is in the first step of this, is Spider-Man, under the New Deal, a new Spider-Man, and I do want to confirm it will be a new Spider-Man, not Andrew Garfield. Um, And I'll touch more on the Andrew Garfield thing here in a bit, but under the New Deal, a new Spider-Man, not Andrew Garfield, will first appear in a currently unspecified Marvel film within the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Sony Pictures will thereafter release the next installment, of its $4 billion Spider-Man franchise on July 28, 2017, in a film that will be co-produced by Kevin Feige and his expert team over at Marvel, along with Amy Pascal, who was also the head of Sony that just stepped down. Uh, she has oversaw the franchise launch uh, for the studio over 13 years ago. She's been with Spider-Man all along over at Sony. Together, they will collaborate on a new creative direction for the web-slinger, 
Sony Pictures will continue to finance, distribute, own, and have final creative control over the Spider-Man films. Marvel and Sony Pictures are also exploring opportunities to integrate characters from the MCU into future Spider-Man films. Um, uh, let's see here. So we got some quotes and some stuff. The new relationship follows a decade of speculation among fans about whether Spider-Man, who has always been an integral part uh, of the larger Marvel Cinematic Universe in the comic books, could become part of the Marvel Universe on the big screen. Spider-Man... Spider-Man has more than 50 years of history in Marvel's world, and with this deal, fans will be able to experience Spider-Man taking his rightful place among the other superheroes in the MCU. Uh, Bob Iger, chairman and CEO of the Walt Disney Company, says Spider-Man is one of Marvel's great characters, beloved around the world, and we're thrilled to work with Sony to bring the iconic web-slinger into the MCU, which opens up fantastic new opportunities for storytelling and franchise-building. We always wanted to collaborate with the best and most successful filmmakers to grow our franchises and develop our characters. Marvel, Kevin Feige, and Amy, who helped orchestrate this deal, are the perfect team to help produce the next chapter of Spider-Man, said Michael Linton, chairman and CEO of Sony Pictures. This is the right decision for the franchise, for our business, for Marvel, and for the fans. Very, very true. Sony Pictures and Marvel Studios share a love for the characters in the Spider-Man universe and have a long, successful history of working together. This new level of collaboration is the perfect way to take Peter Parker's story into the future, added Doug Belgrad, president of Sony Pictures Entertainment Motion Picture Group. I am thrilled to team with my friends at Sony Pictures along with Amy Pascal to produce the next Spider-Man movie, said Marvel Studios president Kevin Feige. Amy has been deeply involved in the realization of the film of one of the world's most beloved characters. Marvel's involvement will hopefully deliver the creative continuity and authenticity that fans demand from the MCU. I am equally excited for the opportunity to have Spider-Man appear in the MCU something which both we at Marvel and fans alike have been looking forward to for years. So awesome. So there you have it. That's the full breakdown of what's going on here. So as you heard, Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man, so obviously we're going to get a casting announcement here very, very soon, and I'm very excited to see who ends up taking it. One of the rumors I've heard, now once again, I'm telling you right now, it's a rumor, uh, is Logan Lerman, who was uh, Percy Jackson. He was just in that Fury movie with Brad Pitt. Um, he's somebody I heard is on Marvel's radar to become the new Spider-Man. We'll see if that happens or not. But we will get a new Spider-Man. He will debu debut first in an MCU film. Which leads me to very much believe that it has to be Civil War. Because they're saying that he will appear first in an MCU film and then go into his new Spider-Man movie. And if the Spider-Man movie itself comes out in 2017, then in 2016, the only options we have are Civil War and uh, Doctor Strange. And I don't really see putting Spider-Man and Doctor Strange. Of course, we talked about this. I mean, even on our big Am I Still on the Air, when we talked about Phase 3, we talked about how important Spider-Man is to the Civil War storyline. So if they got a Spider-Man locked up, then you damn well do it in Civil War. Now, Civil War is already so locked and loaded. Can you imagine now the confirmation of a Spider-Man being in there? Holy crap. That is awesome. So let's just take it for, we'll see the debut of our new Spider-Man in, like, Civil War, let's say, 
And then a year later you will see him in his solo movie over at Sony. Now yes, Sony does cre- uh, hold on to creative control. They do have final say. But the big piece of the puzzle here is Kevin Feige. Because Kevin Feige will be producing with Sony on this movie. So he's going to be over there to be like, okay... Let's have Spider-Man do this, this, and that. We could have this lay down these little Easter eggs that are going to be teased for Guardians of the Galaxy 2. You know, like, like he's, gonna, he's that guy that's always been the, the connective tissue of the MCU. So having him in Sony's corner, working with them on a Spider-Man movie, saying, do this, do that. They're going to trust Kevin Feige. The problem with Amazing Spider-Man 2 is that there was too many cooks in the kitchen. You know, it was this guy over here going, we should have him do this. And then this guy over here going, well, he should do that. And this guy over here going, he should do this. And then Sony saying, he should do that. And then them saying, let's just do all of it. And it becomes a big clusterfuck like Amazing Spider-Man 2 was. With Kevin Feige working with them, they're going to shut the fuck up and they're just going to let Kevin Feige do his thing. It really is as simple as that. Everyone knows and trusts the MCU. They trust Marvel. And that's because of Kevin Feige. So you don't bring a guy on like that and not let him do his thing. He's going to create that creative tissue and the connectivity to make it fit into the MCU, even though it's a Sony film. And like they said, they're going to look at ways to even bring other people over. Who knows, maybe Hawkeye is going to pop up. You know, maybe Hulk. That's how you you hook Hulk up. Maybe you don't do another Hulk solo movie, but you get Hulk into Spider-Man. You know, like there's so many possibilities, it's going to be amazing. So amazing. Of all the possibilities. And of course, the next Avengers Infinity War Part 1 and Part 2. Now you can have Spider-Man in that. This is incredible. It's such big news. And wow, I'm just I'm super stoked on it in case you couldn't tell. Um, so let me point out also something else that kind of came down the pipeline with this. So the, the solo Spider-Man movie, which I do have to say, a lot of people are thinking that it's still going to be Amazing Spider-Man 3. It's not Amazing Spider-Man 3. Remember, they're not doing Andrew Garfield. This was another point I wanted to touch upon. They're not going back to Andrew Garfield. He's done. He's done. Kevin Feige doesn't want anything c- connected to his MCU that is not a product of the MCU. As... I like Andrew Garfield, and regardless, I loved the first Amazing Spider-Man. I didn't care too much for the second one, but it wasn't Andrew Garfield's fault. I, I always believed he was a good Spider-Man. The problem you run into, though, is confusing the audience, and Kevin Feige knows this. If you see Andrew Garfield swinging in in Civil War, talking to Tony Stark and stuff, people are going to think that Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2 takes place in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It does not. And they don't want to confuse anybody on that. This will That's why this will be a brand new Spider-Man. So you see him debut in an MCU film, and then when you see his next solo film, it's just Spider-Man all over again. But from everything I'm hearing, and I know a lot of people are getting worried about this, it will not be an origin story. Marvel's not going to make that mistake. You've seen how he becomes Spider-Man plenty of times. He, you're going to pick up with him just being Spider-Man. And I think that's why they want him to debut first, like in Civil War or whatever Marvel film they do first, because he'll be Spider-Man already. And then when you do the next film, you don't have to focus on, oh, I got bit by a spider. Oh, look at these powers I got. You won't have to worry about any of that. It, he'll just be Spider-Man already, and you can just get going. 
So that's the cool thing about it. But yeah, unfortunately, it will not be Andrew Garfield. I, I you know, I know my boy Peeps from the People's Forum. He keeps saying, "Oh, it could be Garfield." I'm sorry, dude. I hate to burst your bubble once again. It's not going to be Garfield. It even said in the press release that it is not going to be Andrew Garfield. They are starting this all over again. And no, it's not going to be Miles. They're not going to go with another version of Spider-Man. It even says in the press release that they want to tell the story of Peter Parker. That is Spider-Man, and that's what they're going to do. All right? So, with that all being said, the next Spider-Man film is being released on July 28th, 2017. Now, that date might seem a little familiar for some people because Thor Ragnarok, Thor 3, uh, was supposed to come out on that date. So what Marvel has done is Marvel has shifted everything backwards to make room for the Spider-Man film to not compete with it. So pretty nice on their behalf. So they've shifted their schedule. So because Spider-Man's opening on Thor's date now, Thor Ragnarok will now come into theaters four months later and be moved to November 3rd, 2017. Okay, so from July 28th to November 3rd. Black Panther, which was originally supposed to be released on that November 3rd date, will now be pushed back eight months later and come out on on, um, July 6th, 2018. That, in turn, bumps Captain Marvel from November 2nd, 2018. Sorry, no, it bumps bumps Miss Marvel from July 6th to November 2nd, 2018. And then that also bumps the Inhumans movie from that November 2nd, 2018 date all the way to July 12th, 2019. The two-part Avengers Affinity War, meanwhile, will remain set for its May, May 4th, 2018 and May 3rd, 2019 dates. So the Avengers films will not get shifted at all. They will stay the same. But as you saw, basically each movie took its took its following movie's release date. So, Spider-Man took Thor's, Thor took Black Panther's, Black Panther took Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel took took Inhumans, and then Inhumans got a new date in the summertime. So, whew, a lot of shifting. All of this news is on our Twitter and our Facebook page if you want to kind of dig in and kind of read up for yourself. Uh, I hope I explained it well enough for you. Uh, but that's how basically everything's fitting in now. So that's the only downside to this, is now we got to wait longer for Thor Ragnarok. we got to wait longer for Black Panther, longer for Captain Marvel, longer for Inhumans, which is crazy for Inhumans because they're doing this angle on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. right now. And, and I was like, man, how are they going to stretch this to 2018? And now it's 2019 because of all this pushback. So I don't, I don't even know. But... Once again, this is incredible. Spider-Man, Marvel, Sony, working it out, doing what's best for business, and and giving us what we want as fans. So thank you so much, and uh, we'll keep you posted as news comes out about the future of this. All right? Uh, So, okay, so let's backtrack a little bit, and let's go to our movie review of the week. Uh, movie review of the week is Jupiter Ascending, and this is the new film from the Wachowskis. Uh, they're the people that did The Matrix, all three of The Matrixes. They did Speed Racer. Uh, they produced V for Vendetta. They did Cloud Atlas. Um, 
you know, the the thing is with this film is we all knew this film was originally supposed to come out over the summer. It was supposed to come out this past July. And about, it was like June-ish. And then they said, we're pushing the movie back. There's a lot of special effects that need to be completed and it's just not going to be done in time. So they pushed it back all the way to February. And at first everybody was like, ooh, that's not a good sign. They're They're running away and everything. And, you know, who knows? Who knows what the real reason was? If it was for special effects, I I commend them. Um, it, it, the special effects were out of this world. They were outstanding, and everything popped on that screen for me. So if that was truly what it was, thank you so much for taking the extra time. Now, I'm just going to be straight up. This movie is getting ripped in uh, the reviews. I think in Rotten Tomatoes, it's like... 30% or something like that, and most of the reviews I'm reading, people are like, oh, this movie's horrible, and blah, 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 blah. I've seen a lot of horrible movies lately. I gotta tell you, I really enjoyed Jupiter Ascending. I saw this in IMAX 3D, saw it with Geeky Pat, and he he loved it too. You know, we're watching it, and it starts, and I, and I went in with kind of lowered expectations, because the trailer looked okay to me, but I wasn't, like, wowed by it, but I was very interested. If there's one thing I know the Wachowskis do well, it's special effects and, and, you know, all that stuff, and action. So, the movie starts, and really, right from the get-go, I'm invested. I'm just like, cool, this is awesome, let's see how this goes, and... I I really, really enjoyed it. I loved the ride it took me on. It just did everything right for me. I mean, the story, everybody was like, oh, the story's so convoluted. I didn't think the story was convoluted at all. I followed along with it just fine. I thought the action was just outstanding. The set pieces were incredible. The visuals were beautiful. All the planets looked amazing. Um, I thought the acting was really good, pretty much overall. Channing Tatum did a great job. Sean Bean did a great job. Mila Kunis, looking beautiful as ever. The only downside, at least from an acting standpoint, would be Eddie Redmayne, who's funny because he's up for an Oscar right now for the theory of everything for playing Stephen Hawking. He was so bad in this movie. He sounded like this the entire time. He was like, you need to go get them and bring them to me. And it was so bad, it was like so hard not to just start busting up laughing every time he talked. And this might be another one of those cases of an actor maybe winning Best Actor and then Razzie Best Actor in the same year because he was the worst part about Jupiter Ascending. He was a horrible bad guy um, and his voice was just laughable. Um, so, yeah, just one of those things. Um but overall, like I said, that's my big negative. That, that was it. Um, I, I, I loved how everything else played out, and I had a really good time on it, and I would buy this on Blu-ray when it comes out. Um, I was talking to Geeky Pat, and he was like, I would go see that again in the theater. you know. And you know, his wife even came with us, and she really liked it. So, you know, I, I don't know where a lot of the hate is coming from, because we all had a great time on it, and I really, really enjoyed it. So for me... Jupiter Ascending was four out of five stars. Four out of five. It's one of the highest ones I've done in a while. I really, I came out of that really enjoying it. I thought the 3D was great. It looked beautiful in IMAX. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, people keep hating. A lot of people keep asking for suggestions. Should I see it? Should I not? I would say yes, but I would also say, do you really enjoy sci-fi? 
you know, do you enjoy kind of like laser guns and, you know, really kind of out there stuff, planets and all that kind of stuff. If you're not into like anything kind of really science fiction-y, then I would say stay away from it, obviously. But if if that's your kind of thing and you like spaceships and action and great visuals and, you know, and just a fun ride, then definitely go see this. It's It's really, really worth it. So, four out of five, Jupiter Ascending for me. Alrighty, guys, let's uh, get through the news of the week. Up first, uh, Marvel, uh, going back to Marvel, Marvel is currently filming its next Netflix show, uh, which is Marvel's, a.k.a. Jessica Jones. A.k.a. Jessica Jones. This is the one starring Kristen Ritter. They've been adding a lot of talent to the show lately, and they've added Carrie Ann Moss. So speaking of the Matrix, once again, she was Trinity in the Matrix trilogy. So I like Carrie Ann Moss, and we haven't seen her in a long time, so I think she will be a nice addition to um, Jessica Jones. Um, In ratings, the Super Bowl that was on last Sunday was the most watched show in U.S. television history. That is crazy. Um, I just DVR'd it and fast-forwarded to see all the movie commercials. Um, We know exactly how much sex will be in Fifty Shades of Grey. Fifty Shades of Grey in theaters this Friday. And uh, we have found out that 20 minutes of the film will be sex scenes. That's a big chunk of a movie that's under two hours long. (laughs) So, 20 minutes, there you go, of sex in Fifty Shades. Um, Let's see here. Uh, CW orders some more pilots. They're going to do Tales from the Dark Side, uh, Corden, and Dead People. Those are some pilots that they've ordered. Uh, Ender's Game star Asa Butterfield has nabbed a lead role for a new film called Out of This World. Mila Jovovich is in final talks to star in George R.R. Martin's In the Lost Lands. That's Super Bowl record, just to be exact on it. Sorry, I'm going backwards a little bit. But they pulled in 114.4 million viewers. That is that is so crazy. Uh, we have everything wrong with Basic Instinct in 15 minutes or less. We have the Red Band trailer for Unfinished Business. This is the second uh, Red Band trailer starring uh, Vince Vaughn. Looks pretty damn funny. Uh, Cameron Crowe's new romantic comedy is officially titled Aloha. Um, we were talking last week's box office that American Sniper... Uh, broke the record for the biggest um, Super Bowl weekend. That actually was not the case, and final numbers came out, and American Sniper did not do uh, the money that they thought it did. Um, So it did not break the box office record. That was set, a little trivia for you, by the Miley Cyrus concert movie. (laughs) So the Miley Cyrus concert movie is still the number one box office film for Super Bowl weekend. Um... In the rumor mill, Brian Cranston is being eyed for the villain role in Star Trek Three. So this is just a rumor, take it for what it is, but if it's true, Brian Cranston would be pretty badass as a villain in Star Trek Three. Uh, we have the new trailer for Minions, so that's really, really cute. 
Um, we have the first full teaser trailer for Marvel's Daredevil. So, yes, if you didn't know, and it's crazy how many people didn't know, but Netflix is doing a Daredevil show. And it will debut on Netflix on March, or I'm sorry, on April 10th. And it do, they'll do it the way Netflix always does it, which is all, I can't remember if it's 10, it's either 10 or 13 episodes, but they will all be available day one on Netflix, and you can go through and check out the Daredevil um, show. The trailer came out, and it looks incredible. I am so excited. The tone of this is very dark and gritty, which is something we've heard before when they were making it, that they wanted to do something like that. Um, you know, kind of like an HBO, like Oz, you know, like it wa- they wanted to have that very down and dirty feel. So, check out that trailer. It's on the Facebook and the Twitter page, uh, and see the Daredevil full teaser trailer for the Netflix show. It's the first of four shows coming out on Netflix, then that currently filming Jessica Jones one to be next, and they're going to do, um... Luke Cage, and they're going to do Iron Fist. And then at the end of all four of those shows, they're going to do a, a special miniseries called The Defenders, which will kind of be like an Avengers type of thing where they'll all team up together. We have the Honest trailer for the Lego movie. Pretty awesome. Um, Ryan Reynolds is doing some press. He was talking about how excited he is to get going on Deadpool and everything. They asked him, what was the one big thing about Green Lantern? That made it fail fail for you. And he says one of the main reasons why it was such a mess was that when they started filming it, it did not have a finished script. He says when he took the role, they just said, we don't really have a script, but we need we were looking for a Green Lantern and we want you to do it. And he says the opportunity was just so big to do it that he said yes, but he never got to read the script. There wasn't even a completed script done and they were working on it every day on set. And now that he looks back on it, he says, you know, that's pretty much the main problem, you know, of that movie was that we didn't have a clear vision of where we were going. It was just kind of slapped together. So he doesn't regret it, though. He says going back, if it was to do it all over again, it was such a great opportunity. He would he would do it all over again. So it's always great to hear stuff like that. But, man, get your scripts done, people. That's asking for a lot. Uh, NBC is going to be adding a buddy comedy produced by Joe and Anthony Russo, of course the Russo brothers who did Captain America the Winter Soldier, and they'll be doing um, Civil War as well, so that's really cool. I'll be checking out whatever their buddy comedy comes out to be. We have the first photo of Brandon Routh as the Adam from an upcoming um, Arrow episode. I think the suit looks incredible, so check that out if you're interested. Malin Ackerman is going to co-star opposite Damian Lewis in Showtime's new show, Billions. USA Network's Colony, uh, starring Josh Holloway, has been ordered to series, so they're going to be doing some more of those. Uh, NBC's Welcome to Sweden has cast Nev Campbell in a recurring role. Charlie Hunnam is going to be replacing Benedict Cumberbatch in the new film, The Lost City of Z. 
In uh, Star Wars news, Felicity Jones has been cast as the lead in the new Star Wars standalone film. We still don't know what the Star Wars standalone film will be, but we do know that Felicity Jones will be a part of it. So very cool for her. She's getting a lot of Oscar praise, obviously, for the theory of everything. So that would be cool to see her get this uh, Star Wars spot. The um, Point Break reboot has been pushed back to Christmas 2015. I think it's actually taken the um, Mission Impossible spot, which was December... 22nd, something like that, um, so they're pushing that back, that was actually supposed to come out, uh, this summer, in July, and they ended up shifting that backwards, I think they basically gave up it, their spot for Mission Impossible, and then put it in Mission Impossible slot back in December, they just kind of flipped them around, uh, Warner Brothers has also announced that it will open up the new boxing drama Creed, which is the Rocky spinoff starring Sylvester Stallone and Michael B. Jordan. They will release that film on November 25th. So I'm ex- very excited for Creed, and I'm glad to hear it's going to come out this year. That is pretty damn awesome. Tyrese Gibson is going to be headlining Universal's new uh, film called Desert Eagle. So that's going to be cool. Um... We have a new trailer for Lost River, which is uh, directed by Ryan Gosling. It's his directorial debut. We have the first official teaser trailer for Magic Mike Double XL. Peeps was telling me the other day how he's watched this already like 15 times. I'm like, dude, slow down, man. Like, the, you'll see the movie this summer, so just stop watching the trailer that much. He's crazy like that. Miller and Robert Pattison have also joined Charlie Hunnam in that film, The Lost City of Z, so that'd be cool. This is the new black star, uh, Pablo Schreiber, is set to uh, join John Krasinski in Michael Bay's new film, 13 Hours. So there's that. Uh, the Independence Day sequel writers have now jumped on to Roland Emmerich's Stargate reboot. They're going to write the script for that as well. They are working on a Ouija 2 movie. So stop supporting these shitty little horror films because then we get sequels of them. Uh, but a sequel we do want is one for John Wick. Uh, John Wick was an Beautiful surprise that came out back in October. Um, it was starring Keanu Reeves. It was this action movie. He was this ex-hitman. The movie's incredible. It came out on Blu-ray last week. I already bought it. It's such an awesome movie. I've been waiting and waiting and waiting to see if they were going to do a sequel for it. And the directors say that a sequel is in the works. They're developing it right now. The only downside to this is they did not confirm if Keanu Reeves would be back or not. I feel that he would... Because I think he was really excited about this project, and he was really into it. So I don't see why he wouldn't come back. Um, but they're looking at all different kinds of things. They're looking at prequels and spinoffs and all kinds of stuff. But at least something is moving for the John Wick movie, and I can't wait to see a sequel to this. Hopefully, preferably, with Keanu Reeves. We have the second official trailer for The Lazarus Effect, which comes out at the end of this month, starring Olivia Wilde. A live-action Astro Boy film is in development. Peter Dinklage is set to star uh, and join Melissa McCarthy in the new upcoming film, Michelle Darnell. 
HBO confirms April 29th and April 30th debut for J.K. Rowling's new um, show, The Casual Vacancy. Star Wars star Hayden Christensen will take on Nazi zombies in the upcoming action thriller Untot. Um, Milo Ventimiglia, from you'll know him best from the Hero Show, uh, is going to be joining Gotham. He's he'll be on Gotham in a recurring role coming up, so that is very cool. I like Milo. Plans for a Robotech live action feature film are back on track, so they're going to be going on that. Um, Luke Evans signs up for a new prison thriller called Three Seconds. Amanda Seyfried and Theo James are set for a new film called Black Lung. Uh, Pretty Little Liars star Ashley Benson has joined Kevin Spacey in Elvis and Nixon. The Steve Jobs biopic film has been given an October 9th, 2015 release date. Bravo has renewed Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce for a second season. I don't know, I've never even heard of that show before. Um, of the second official trailer for Furious 7. Uh, this trailer was awesome. We got a little taste of it during the Super Bowl, and then a couple days later they put out the full like three-minute one. It's so badass, and I don't care how crazy these stunts get. That's what's awesome about Fast and Furious, man. When he blasts that car through that building, and it's falling, and it's going through the other skyscraper, it's incredible. It's an incredible shot. It's fun. It's over the top. It's silly. I mean, even like Rock fighting Jason Statham, he gives Jason Statham the rock bottom, and then Statham throws a grenade, and it blasts Rock out a window, and he falls like 500 feet into a car, and he doesn't die. <laughs> I mean, it's just stuff like that that's just, it's just, you come to just love it from Fast and Furious. They know what they're doing. They have fun with this, like, over-the-top action. It's like a superhero movie without the, without the special powers. It's just great. You gotta shut your mind off, shut your brain off, and just enjoy the visual status of these things. It's so good. I don't have friends. I have family. It's great. I can't wait. We're only a couple months away from Furious 7. Check out this trailer if you haven't already. And remember, you can see all the good new trailers over on amiontheair.com. Click on the trailers tab, and you can see them all right there so you don't have to go searching around. Um, CBS has pulled the McCarthy's from its schedule effective immediately. Um, you know, I watched this show. I didn't love it. I didn't really hate it. It was just kind of there. (laughs) I, I like comedy shows and I always try to give everything a chance. And the McCarthy's was very hit and miss. Some episodes I thought were really funny and others were just kind of eh. Uh, but I still watched it. So it's definitely a little, little, little bummer that that's getting pulled. Uh, speaking of new comedy shows, I checked out the new show Fresh Off the Boat last week. Super funny. It's over on CBS. Um, check that out if you haven't seen it yet. Give it a chance. It's it's a really cool little uh, comedy sitcom. Uh, J.K. Simmons says playing J. Jonah Jameson again is definitely a possibility. Ooh. We'll see what happens. Maybe he knows something about the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, this was a great skit that happened last week. Jimmy Fallon reunited the cast of Saved by the Bell. He did a whole Saved by the Bell skit where he did a, like a flashback to high school, and he had Mark Paul Gosselier and you know, uh, you know Jesse and Kelly and Slater and Zach. Everybody showed up, and you know it, it was a really 
funny, funny segment. Uh, but we got it all posted up on the Twitter and the Facebook page. If you haven't seen it, check it out from Jimmy Fallon. Fallon's been on another roll lately. We have the first images of Michael Fassbender and Seth Rogen from the um, Steve Jobs movie. You can check that out if you're interested. Um, we have the first photo also of Kevin Spacey and Michael Shannon in their new film, Elvis and Nixon. We have the new trailer for Poltergeist. This is the remake. Poltergeist looks incredible. Um, it's very hard to do a, a horror movie trailer and get me excited about it. I'll tell you, Poltergeist did it. This trailer was creepy. It just it looked so good. I've been waiting to see what they were going to do with it. And to so far, based on just this trailer alone, it looks like they're going to kill it. So, very, very excited about that. Very, very excited about that. Check out the Poltergeist trailer. Uh, Keanu Reeves, Christina Hendricks, Jenna Malone, and Bella Hithcote uh, have joined um, the new film, The Neon Demon. So that's going to be pretty cool. I'm hearing a lot of good things about that. Um, like I said back with the Spider-Man thing, Amy Pascal, she was the head of Sony, and she was really kind of at the forefront of the hack and everything that went down. Uh, she is stepping down, uh, and she'll be launching a new production venture. Obviously, she's going to be producing the Spider-Man movie. She's working with Marvel, so she's still doing some things, but she's stepping down as the head of Sony. We have the second official trailer for Paul Blart Mall Cop 2. <laughs> so, I love me some Kevin James I know everybody's watching this trailer and going This looks fucking retarded But, I, I don't know man, I just have this soft spot In my heart for Kevin James I think King, King Queens is one of the greatest TV sitcoms of all time uh, The dude just makes me laugh man and, and he's just such a great guy in real life And I just You know, I just I find warmth in anything that he does uh, It does look silly But it's not aimed for us It's aimed for, you know, more of the kiddie audience And tell you my stepdaughter loved this trailer and she wants to go see it and you know it, it, it hits the right demographic of what it's shooting for so paul blart mall cop 2 check out that trailer um we also have everything wrong with nine and a half weeks and 12 minutes or less um stephen king's the cell is coming starring john cusack and samuel l jackson NBC has renewed The Blacklist, Chicago Fire, Chicago PD, SVU, and Grimm. So there's some early renewals right there. Happy to hear for The Blacklist. Uh, another rumor mill thing, and if this rumor is true, I'm super on board. This big rumor is saying that G.I. Joe 3 may cross over with, the, with another 80s cartoon in the form of Mask. Now, a lot of you don't even remember what Mask is, but I loved Mask. I had all the toys. It was these, like, group of, like, they were agents, and they there was a whole bunch of them. And every cartoon episode, like, four or five agents would be chosen. You know, they'd be doing their normal everyday life things, and their watch would, do -do 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 -do, you know, beep, and, oh, I gotta go to work. You know, and they, and they had these vehicles that were almost like Transformers, but they would just transform, like, the car turns into a jet, and the motorcycle turns into a helicopter, and the Jeep turns into a boat, you know, like, like they, the vehicles all transformed, um, 
According to the rumor, they were saying that basically one of the main characters of Mask would be in G.I. Joe 3, so that seed is just kind of planted, that like, oh, hey, this universe is connected, this guy is here working with the Joes, and that you know, hey, that's the guy from Mask. So the door is kind of open for them to spin that off and do a Mask movie if they wanted. Now, this could be completely bullshit, (laughs) but... I love rumors when they get me excited, and that's what this one did, because I love Mask, and I've always wanted a Mask movie, so if they want to tie it in with G.I. Joe 3, then let's do it. Um, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has added Luke Mitchell uh, to the show. He will be playing an Inhuman, so uh, we don't know who yet, we don't know his name. Um, but we do know he will be an Inhuman. For those of you that are uh, trying to connect who Luke Mitchell is, all I've known him from was the Tomorrow People. He was on that show. He's one of the main people on the Tomorrow People last year. And uh, so, yeah, he was alright on that. So I'll be curious to see what he can do as an Inhuman. New Girl is saying goodbye once again to Coach. Uh, Damon Wayans Jr. Uh, has said that he's leaving the show at the end of the season. So this bums me out. I love New Girl, but I really love it for Damon Wayans Jr. He's just so good. And I was bummed because, for those of you that don't know the history of this, like he was he was in the pilot episode, and then he had to leave because he was doing the show Happy Endings. And he so Happy Endings got picked up for another season, so he had to leave New Girl. Then Happy Endings got canceled, so he came back to New Girl. And he's been on the show ever since, and he's just such a great piece of it. And now they're saying that he's leaving at the end of the season, which does suck. One of the rumors out there, once again, is that, you know, they are doing a Rush Hour TV show, and supposedly he's been offered the role that uh, Chris Tucker had. So I'd be kind of up for that, to see him in that role in the Rush Hour TV show. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. We got the new poster for Furious 7 also, which is very, very nice and heartfelt. Uh, It's got the tagline, One Last Ride, which shows it's a black and white poster with Paul Walker standing there in his suit and Vin Diesel on the other side with his head bowed. Um, it's, It's a very sentimental poster, and I think they did a great job with it. Uh, Courtney B. Vance is set as Johnny Cochran in FX's American Crime Story, The People vs. O.J. Simpson. BET's Being Mary Jane has been renewed for a third season. USA Network Chrisley Knows Best gets a six-episode pickup. Lena Dunham is going to star opposite Diane Kruger and Norman Reedus in the new film Sky. Nicolas Cage um, has joined the new film USS Indianapolis, Men of Courage. Uh, the Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 2 is going to be released in IMAX 3D uh, in November. So this will be the first 3D Hunger Games film, um, and it's good to see it going back to IMAX. It did not, um, Hunger, Mockingjay Part 1 was not in IMAX because of Interstellar this past year. Uh, we know Emma Watson is going to be playing Belle in the new Beauty and the Beast movie. Um, the rumor mill has it that Ryan Gosling may actually be up for the role of Beast in the film, so we'll see about that. Um, Neil Blomkamp's new film, Chappie, will be released in IMAX, so that is really cool. The film comes out on March 6th. I love films in IMAX, so every time I see this kind of stuff, I'm like, yeah! We have the full list of winners for the NAACP Image Awards. 
Jennifer Lawrence and Chris Pratt are in early talks for Sony's sci-fi love story called Passengers. Um, I don't know much about it, but the sound of a sci-fi story with Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence, sign me up. Owen Wilson and Pierce Brosnan action movie is coming, so they're going to be doing an action movie. Robert Zemeckis is going to be directing a Brad Pitt romantic thriller. Ooh. Anthony Hopkins, Al Pacino, and Dan Stevens to star in Beyond Deceit. Ben Kingsley joins Bruce Willis in a new film called Wake. This is very exciting. Seth Rogen and Zac Efron are returning and reteaming for Neighbors 2. Rose Byrne is going to be coming back as well. Neighbors 2 will be released May 13th, 2016. So next year, I'm excited. I never thought I'd see a Neighbors 2. I don't see the need really for a sequel, but I loved Neighbors. I thought it was so funny, so I'm totally down to see a sequel for that. Uh, Colin Hanks is going to be co-starring in a new CBS comedy pilot. Rosie O'Donnell is leaving The View again. Shocker. Thomas Hayden Church and Molly Shannon join HBO's Sarah Jessica Parker comedy show. A&E has revived Unforgettable for a fourth season. Unforgettable was canceled. It was on CBS, I think. And uh, A&E has picked it up, said we'll bring it back. So they're going to do a fourth season of Unforgettable over on A&E. Netflix is developing a new live-action series based on Nintendo's Legend of Zelda. So that would be pretty cool for all you gamers out there. Penny Dreadful Season 2 will now premiere on Sunday, May 3rd. Of course, Lionsgate is looking at Hunger Games prequel and sequel possibilities. Uh, This has been a multi-billion dollar franchise for them, and they do not want to stop after Mockingjay Part 2. So they are looking at prequels, sequels, spinoffs. They want to keep the Hunger Games uh, brand going, so to speak. So uh, these studios just don't know when to stop sometimes. They just don't know when to stop. They just don't. We have six actresses testing for the female lead in the Deadpool movie. Some pretty good ones here. So, we don't know who they'd be playing, but the names are Marina Beckerin. Uh, she is from Gotham, Homeland, and V. Jessica DeGal from Arrow and Dracula. Sarah Green from Vikings. Crystal Reed from Teen Wolf and Crush. Rebecca Rittenhouse from Red Band Society, and Taylor Schilling from Orange is the New Black. Uh, Once again, no word on which character the actresses would play, but uh, they are all testing out for the lead role. Um, I like, to be honest, I would totally be down for Marina Baccarin. She's awesome. She's really good on Homeland. She's been really good lately on Gotham. Uh, Jessica Jessica DeGal would be awesome, and... um, I don't know. I don't know too much about the other ones. I'm not too hot on uh, Taylor Schilling from Orange is the New Black. It'd be okay, but I'd rather have one of the other chicks do it. But yeah, that's that movie's going to start filming here soon, so they're trying to put the rest of their cast together. Uh, Mel Brooks says he would like to make a Spaceballs 2 movie in 2016 with Rick Moranis. Uh, that would be awesome. But once again, this is just Mel Brooks talking. That doesn't mean a green light or anything like that from the studio. 
We have the trailer for the second season of Silicon Valley. Samuel Jackson is in talks to play a key role in Tim Burton's new film, uh, the Miss Peregrine adaptation. Guy Pierce and Mia Wasikowska join the Western thriller Brimstone. We have a new trailer for Cut Bank, starring Liam Hemsworth and Teresa Palmer. ABC is reviving BattleBots <laughs> for this summer. Um, that Tim Burton movie was Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. That's the one um, Samuel Jackson is in negotiations with. Let's see here. The Fifty Shades of Grey sequels are definitely happening. There are two more books to get adapted. And before a private screening last night, uh, the director of the film came out to introduce it. And she made the announcement that the studio has gone ahead and give the thumbs up. And they will be making the other two Fifty Shades of Grey films. So it will be the full trilogy. We have the complete winners list for the Grammys 2015. So you can check that out. Um... Robert Pattison and Karis Van Houten are set for Brimstone. So they've been added to that. Uh, The Walking Dead's Emmy Kinney has joined the Flash as the Bug-Eyed Bandit. (laughs) Which is kind of odd. Isn't the Bug-Eyed Bandit a guy? I don't know. I guess we're going to make it a girl. Uh, Check out the trailer and poster for Netflix's newest series, Bloodline. That debuts on March 20th. You can check that out. Duncan Jones, the director of the new Warcraft film, is is teasing that you'll get a separate Alliance and Horde trailers for Warcraft. So that's pretty cool. Bradley Cooper is going to be producing, and he'll potentially star in, Orphan X. Matthew Vaughn is doing some promo stuff for Kingsman. Uh, And he talked a little bit about Kingsman 2. He would love to do that. Uh, Talked a little bit about Kick-Ass 3. He says before Kick-Ass 3, they'd want to do a Hit-Girl movie. Um, Hit-Girl prequel is what he called it. Uh, He says they have a great script and they would want Gareth Evans, uh, who did The Raid and The Raid 2, to direct it. And then if that really hit with audiences, then they would definitely get the gang back together to do Kick-Ass 3. So, you know, we'll see. Uh, ABC Family cancels Melissa and Joey after four seasons. We have the official Red Band trailer for Straight Outta Compton, the uh, NWA movie. (laughs) It actually looks really, really good. We have the trailer for These Final Hours. Um, Patrick Stewart is hinting that they are looking at adding him into the Wolverine 3 um, that they are looking at some script possibilities and everything of doing uh, Xavier with Logan in Wolverine 3, doing some kind of story there uh, that will see old Xavier's return in 2017. So that would be pretty cool. I would love to see um, Patrick Stewart and New Jackman team up in Wolverine 3. Lady Sif is going to appear once again on Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That is really, really cool. Um from the um, description, she'll come back to Earth, but her mind is wiped. Like, she doesn't have her um, gear on, and she doesn't know who she is. She has no idea who Thor is, and basically the team has to try to help her. So, uh, that'd be kind of cool to see her in that predicament. 
Um, the guys behind the Saw franchise have been hired to come on board for a Halloween recalibration. Uh, that's what they're calling it. They don't want to call it a reboot or a remake or anything like that. They're calling it a recalibration of the Halloween franchise. So I think it's pretty smart to bring in the Saw guys. Why not? Let's do it. And uh, that's about it for the news. Once again, the new Spider-Man movie will hit theaters on July 28th, 2017, under the direction of Kevin Feige and Marvel. Oh, so there's your news, ladies and gentlemen, along with your movie review, the four stars for Jupiter Ascending. Let's talk about our box office and our release dates. Um, on DVD and Blu-ray today is Nightcrawler. And Alexander and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day. Uh, Nightcrawler is amazing. I just want to stress that once again. I've also already pre-ordered this on Blu-ray. I'll be getting it today. If you haven't seen Nightcrawler, go see Nightcrawler. It is amazing. You'll love it. Out in theaters on Friday is Kingsman, The Secret Service, Fifty Shades of Grey, and The Last Five Years. Um, I am hoping to obviously go see Kingsman. This weekend, so I'll have that review on the next show. And our box office coming in at number ten is The Boy Next Door with four point two million. Number nine is Black or White with four point five million. Number eight is The Wedding Ringer with four point eight million. Number seven is The Imitation Game with four point nine million. Number six is Project Almanac with five point three million. Number five is Paddington with five point four million. Number four is the debut of Seven Sun with a bombing seven point one million dollars. Number three is Jupiter Ascending with $19 million. Number two is American Sniper with $24.2 million. And your new number one film is the SpongeBob movie, Sponge Out of Water, with $56 million. That is crazy. I can't believe SpongeBob did $56 million. Like, that show isn't even on television, and nobody even watches it anymore. I just, I never expected it to be that big. I thought Jupiter Ascending would be number one, and the SpongeBob movie comes out of nowhere. But hey, that's great. February has turned out to be a good kids' month. That's when Lego Movie came out last year and crushed it, so it might be the new yearly trend now, get out a big kids' movie. Alright, that puts us just about at that hour mark, so we made great timing tonight. I hope everybody enjoyed the news, the movie reviews, and of course the breaking news of the Spider-Man Marvel stuff. I'm so excited that that dropped before I did the show, because I'd be so pissed if I did a new episode yesterday and then that news came out last night. I'd be like, no! Uh, But in any case, it all worked out, so thank you so much for listening. And uh, please follow us on Twitter at Am I on the Air. You can follow me on Twitter at DXDonMega. Um, like us on Facebook over at Facebook.com slash Am I on the Air. Um, you can listen to us on Stitcher. If you like Apple stuff, you can get it on iTunes. That's for show. Get it on iTunes. We're also on TuneIn as well. Uh, and Google Plus. You can subscribe to us on YouTube. Check out our YouTube channel. It's YouTube.com forward slash Am I on the Air, of course. Um, amiontheair.com is your official website for us where you can watch the movie trailers look at the box office, release dates movie reviews and of course listen to this great show I want to shout out to reddragonsradio.com we are a Red Dragons Radio show Um, go over, check it out, reddragonsradio.com and listen to some other great shows on there like this week with the geek with my boy Geeky Pat uh, like uh, the People's Forum with uh, Peeps 
and uh, Friggins, and there's so much more on there, like Pro Wrestling Nation and the Brothers of Destruction podcast. Uh, we may even be adding a, a new show as well, so working on some stuff, but RedDragonsRadio.com, follow on Twitter at RedDragonsRadio. And uh, we are also working, I know me, Geeky Pat, possibly peeps, we're looking at possibly, I'm going to give you a little backstage stuff, maybe doing a new show together. Um, kind of an Avengers team up. <laughs> uh, you know, we do it all the time for the Am I Still in the Airs, and a lot of times I've been on This Week with the Geek, or we've been on People's Forum. But we want to do maybe like a forum for all of us to kind of come together, maybe once a month, do a new show together, and um, talk about whatever. So that is something we're working on right now, and uh, we'll see how that goes. Alrighty? So we'll keep you posted on that. Um, I think that's it. Once again, my name is Don Mega. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. I really, really appreciate it. And we'll catch you on the next episode of Am I on the Air? Peace! Red Dragon!